0: You're listening to
1: Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist Teacher and founder of
0: L.A. Street Art Gallery James Chen of
1: Paint the Town Podcast episode 105 What's up guys? How's it going, Good to to be back. Hell yeah, man. I saw I you just, playing with uh, Little Dog, man. What's that?
2: <laughs> these, uh, yeah, sculptures of uh, the, the pit bull with the learn teach piece uh, star on them. Um, this one on the left here, uh, or your right or whatever, um, I call it uh, Goldie Lots. And this one is Goldie Little. You don't know, get it because this one has. Nice. <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> this one
2: actually kind of reminds me of Goldschlager. You ever had any any Goldschlager? Oh,
1: man, yeah, yeah. Don't even remind me, man. Goldschlager is one of those alcohol I can't drink, man. Goldschlager and uh, uh, SoCo, man. You know, once I smell those, I remind myself of fucking college, man. Shit, dude. My mouth is watering right now. Shit, dude. But actually, you know, (laughs) you you saw me. You got
2: to go throw up a little bit in your mouth?
1: (laughs) No, seriously, I'm like, ugh. I just remember that smell coming out my (laughs) nose in college, you know what I mean? Goldschlager is, you know, cinnamon. Seems like it would be like a good, like, uh you know shot right but when you have like a whole bottle and then you're like reeking of that the next day man that's just like the most horrible fucking feeling you know what I mean but um anyways man. man I have these uh new stickers I was showing man everybody knows my uh little Muppet guy West Coast Jeeves dude we had a sticker before uh lately I've been doing some disco stuff man so we got a new sticker out uh Raver Jeeves with the uh rainbow sunglasses he's also a disco jeeves too that's whatever you want to it, call man. it man so uh hey, nice. you know <laughs> give me a dm if you want one of these man i'm not selling them so um so yeah man i'll be hitting you up hell yeah man also of course I mean, I do, the, the camera uh, is for the patreons that's true it's going to go out for the patreon uh right now it's a good time to plug our patreon actually we never plug it man but patreon.com slash pttb show and also follow us at instagram TTP show basically uh you know there's ranges from uh you know a dollar to down to uh if you're a business you want to kind of be a partner on this show a, a bunch of uh, options for you guys but you know if you want to support the show you get goodies every single month from teach man send you uh, uh stickers and uh, all sorts of good stuff depending on what tier you are man so uh hell yeah man and you know you i'll send out some of these uh jeeves stickers for you guys too so awesome man all right Wait. Awesome, dude. So today, hear at the door, man, we have a special guest, Brittany Price. Um, We're going to
2: let Brittany in. All Put on your red shoes and dance the Oh, wow. Yes.
1: Welcome, Brittany. How you doing? doing well in yourself? Doing great. Um yeah. is your camera sideways if for everybody else? <laughs> is everybody Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing Brittany. Uh she's can you turn your camera, Brittany? Are you on your phone or your laptop? Here. There yeah. you go cuz
0: I'm on my
1: phone. Okay. Awesome. Are we sideways? There you, <laughs> yes, there, there you go. Yes, yeah. yeah. there you go.
0: There oh, you go. No. Yeah. The special thing was to have it uh, horizontal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess Zoom doesn't work yeah. that way. Fancy. <laughs> yeah. Normally, we actually have everybody in the studio, <laughs> yeah. you know, and um, we're, we're having beers and trying to get to know the uh, the artists around. But because of COVID, uh, you know, we've been kind of just doing these Zoom calls. And uh, we want to really welcome you because, uh, uh, you know, we've seen your art on Instagram. I want to introduce uh, some of my uh, the people on the show. Uh, the guy in the blue shirt right there is Richard, our producer. Awesome. And uh, teach is a legendary teacher right there. 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 Uh, teacher right there, and hey.
0: then. Uh, oh, let me put it on. Great, so I can see everybody.
2: There you go. Put it on yeah. gallery view. There we go. Yeah, now I can
0: see everybody. I'm there like, you go.
1: The All right, okay. Hi.
0: <laughs>
2: so. And I'm James. You basically, so much for for joining us, uh, we really appreciate oh, it. Oh, I'm happy
0: to be here.
2: Where where exactly are you joining us from? Uh, mid City, Los Angeles. Awesome. Wow. Okay, where where are you from exactly?
0: Okay. I'm from Palm Springs. Nice. California. So you're a local yeah. Southern nice. California girl. School, you know. yeah. Born,
1: you nice. raised. Nice. Yeah. Born in born in Palm not- Springs. It's super hot out there, no, you, you know what I, I mean? Was so
0: born in Victorville.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. You're well, you're, you're that- IE basically, right? Inland Empire all the way.
0: <gasps> is Victor it's its own little thing. Yeah. It might be, it might be. But yeah, I did live in Riverside for a minute. So yeah. Okay,
1: it's out east, basically. If, you, if an, an audience that uh, listens overseas or, you know, you're not familiar with Southern California, basically. Victorville is about, I would say, an hour east, driving towards Arizona, towards the Grand Canyon of uh, downtown Los <laughs> you know, Angeles. That's right. Like but midway to on- Las Vegas. Yeah. Exactly. It's
0: that city you drive through going to yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah. There Is you that go. It stops. <laughs> That's the peace stop.
1: <laughs> awesome, man. I mean, I grew up I grew up in West Covina, so it's not too far from you. And like you're yeah. right you're right though. I mean, pretty much we always pass through Victorville whenever we uh, you know, go to go to Vegas too. Are you are you a yeah. frequent Vegas yeah. uh I mean before Covid obviously, are you a frequent Vegas party or you don't seem like yeah, the type.
0: Well, I mean- <laughs> I'm kind of a nurse, so I don't really pretty that much, but I do have family out in Vegas. Um, so, yeah, I used to spend my summers out there every nice. summer. And I went to Cal Poly Pomona, so San Dimas is right by West Covina. Oh, so. All right, that's your We probably ran into each other a couple
1: times. Yeah. yeah, no, I actually used to live in San Dimas, too, and I have a lot of friends that went to Cal Poly, so I'm real familiar with the <laughs> campus, actually, and it's like it's such a, like, a nice little... Uh, a commuter school you know I also went to Cal State Fullerton for a little bit of a period of time so it's like I understand how it is so like
0: Fullerton.
1: <laughs> yeah I'm out in Brea actually but it you know it's kind of weird because like okay. California the uh, like Cal Poly and schools like Fullerton it's kind of like commuter schools right you, you know you got to go to school every single day you don't necessarily live on campus right so it's kind of hard to meet people right mm-hmm. Did you have that experience
0: Actually, funny story. Well, it's not that funny. (laughs) Um, I was going to uh, Cal State San Francisco, and then my family had some issues. My grandpa had Alzheimer's, and so he lived in Pomona, so I tried to get the transfer to go to Cal Poly Pomona, and that's where I ended up. okay. And so granola. So granola. That's cool. It's beautiful. (laughs) People are beautiful. But it's so, it's an engineering school. It's not an art school, you
1: know? Yeah. So, and also yeah. there's like a big ass, uh, there's a lot of like farm animals there too, right? Like there's like horses. Yes. There's, like, you got a farm thing. store there too. <laughs> yeah. was it, was it, I,
2: I went on that campus. They had like a store that was like a, a farmer's market store. They yeah. Selling yeah. Organic they had- fruits, vegetables, things like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, um miss miss price i would like to uh, refer to you as um what uh just because i've, I've got so much respect for you know I, i've been looking at your instagram and everything and i've seen what you're doing and um you know you're actually uh a friend of mine was looking for um a uh, black or african-american i don't know exactly the politically correct way you accept of saying whatever was looking for one for a commercial and he called me up and he asked me and no one's ever asked me that question before. And I was like, okay, uh, a black female graffiti artist. Um, yeah, I, uh, uh, um, and I came up with a blank and I put, a, put feelers out with uh, all my friends that I know. And the only one that came back with someone was my friend Neely Scherer at In Heroes We Trust. <laughs> Okay. And uh, she was the one that mentioned you. Um, shout out to, uh, to Neely. Um, she's like one of the hardest working people out there as far as, you know, still trying to keep a gallery together during these times. But um, so that's how I became knowledgeable of you was, was through Neely. And um, so it's in, in the meantime, all my other people that I asked, they, no one knew any um, black female graffiti artists. Yeah. You're almost like a unicorn almost like a unicorn of the, the graffiti world. Um,
0: yeah, so that's, we're, we're that's all why serious. I've got
2: special respect for you. I'm going to call you Miss Price. Um, and let me just say, uh, you don't look like a nerd. Um, and not at all.
0: Okay, cool. Not at all?
2: And when did you first uh, decide maybe that you were a nerd? How old were you when you decided, you know what, I might be a nerd? Because I, I, I remember when it happened for me. I'm just curious for you.
0: I'm a little off-beat. I've always been a little off-beat, um,
1: and so, uh... I like that, off-beat. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I love to know um, what that means, because I'm a weirdo, you, you know what I mean? So that, that's when I, when I hear off-beat, that's, that's yeah. what I, you know?
0: But I feel like LA is full of weirdos, and if you're not yeah. a weirdo, it's kind of, you're, an, yeah, you're, you're
1: special is. if you're not a
0: weirdo. So, uh, I feel like we congregate here, so we're all looking at each other like, you don't
1: seem so strange, but really. Definitely. I mean, you know, LA is such a creative place, right? There's people who are trying to come here to make it as actors. People are trying to make here as musicians, artists, right? And, you know, I got to tell you, though, it's very rare for somebody. I know you didn't grow up in the LA County area, but I consider you kind of like Mm -hmm. Southern California, LA, you know? And uh, I always feel like most people who grew up here, they don't really... Uh, Have an interest in doing something kind of creative or whatever maybe because the city is like so kind of focused on Entertainment and creativity, Mm -hmm. right? So I mean do do you find that as well, too? Because like most of my friends who are in high school, they're having kids They're engineers they're doctors or whatever, you know And it's very hard to find somebody like that's working on something creative a lot of times that's from LA, you know, Southern California
0: Yeah, I agree and actually art kind of came art as a profession kind of came late in my life as well. I started um, actually being a professional artist and selling my art and sharing my art, um, I want to say about four years ago. Um, okay. And it was because... Yeah, yeah very cool. Your parents went when you were Four facility. years ago
2: when you were, what, about uh, 15 or sixteen yeah, sure, years old? Yeah,
0: we'll say that. We'll just say the <laughs> black track.
2: Is that one of your pieces <laughs> back there behind you? Well,
0: uh, Yeah, this is my, uh, my lion...
1: Before we oh go to that, that's you know, so good to hear a black person say that because on this show I always say the Asian don't raisin. You, you know what I mean? Yes.
2: yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got two amazing. white guys over here that look older than they really are. So. Richard's
1: actually Cuban. So <laughs> hey, I'm actually older than all of you guys. So. <laughs> but anyways, let's get back to the art, man. So that line behind you um, is that? Yes. It, it, when did you paint that? Uh, I
0: painted this. Let's. Maybe last November, I actually started out with, um, it was a tester for an interior designer. She wanted to Mm. do, um, like, she wanted to see if I could paint faux marble. And so I painted faux marble on the wall facing this wall. Okay. Um, And then we just expounded, and I put the line over here.
2: So how big is that exactly? So the people who are not uh, watching can
0: my head is. What is for myself? I don't count how you know. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's is that my hand. Uh, yeah, it's just a, a little mural.
1: Nice.
2: Oh, okay. Kim. Wow. She so I it was your canvas down. at first. I'm trying to figure out how big the canvas is, and then you started talking about doing the full finish on the wall. Oh wow, been.
0: that is so cool. Oh, I
1: like that. What she did right <laughs> now, and is she, a, she moved that's some that's pillows. In. Yeah, when I it was a little
0: bit alarming. Like. You really want that right above your bed when you're waking up? <laughs> yeah. Well, and is, is,
2: that Brady, is that a that spray paint too? That you, you use. Uh, yeah, what uh, no, did this you is use? all
0: bucket paint. Bucket I got paint. some paint from Lowe's. Yeah.
2: Bucket paint and a brush.
0: bucket paint with brush, yes. And right. so one of a uh, little hack if you are a painter, you don't know yet, is to go to Lowe's or, or I'm not gonna say anything about the other one, because they're hey. not supporting black people right now. But, oh, there
2: um, you go. Know. Hey, you know what? Let's, <laughs> let's get it out there because, you know, people need to know this. Can we please talk about that for just yeah. a quick second? Who is it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I right now I'm just trying to support Black-owned businesses. I'm that trying was... to support businesses that are, uh, you know, in alignment with my views.
1: Awesome. And, and you so know what? I'm glad you didn't house.
0: mention
2: them because even mentioning them, you're giving them some, uh, you know, publicity. So, yeah, let's not even mention who it is. But uh, exactly. so you went to. Let's where talk is the place that you did go to that is supportive?
0: What was that? Oh, Lowe's, absolutely, and I believe they have a black owner too. I'm not quite sure. I, I saw a picture somewhere. I might be mistaken, but um, yeah, when I go there, uh, they have a whole section called O Paint or Oops Paint. Oh yeah, and you can get them, and it's like fifty percent off. So. That's like my haven. Whenever I go, I check
2: to see right. what colors they have there. So, so smart. Hacks. Absolutely. There you go. Thank awesome. you for that information. That's, you know, all you, uh, you yeah, guys out there that, is- that are, especially graffiti guys, that like to do big rollers and stuff like that. They love that idea because they, yeah. they go in there and they, they get that paint for a lot cheaper and they can do big old pieces. Oh, yeah. Paint's expensive, man. Yeah, the
0: process is called buffing. <laughs> Uh, buffing your wall, so it's just priming your canvas basically before you put your artwork on there. So everything comes out nice and even. It's like a, yeah, it's like a primer.
1: Awesome. Thank you so
0: much for uh, bringing that up and stopping everything. So it is important that we, you know, we use our dollars as a voting uh, mechanism as well, and it's important to uh, to spend your money and support businesses that are supporting you and your community
1: sure
2: yeah just try to be smart with where your money is going and as aware as possible because you can really make a difference mm-hmm. with uh, a lot of the different buying that you do um so thank yes. you thank you for that a bit of awareness Yeah, um, and
0: support small business too
1: <laughs> definitely especially, especially this time yeah, sure well definitely let's talk that. about this time okay because uh we, we kind of everybody's talking you know the, the, currently if you're listening from the future we're currently going through 2020, probably the worst year ever, you know, at least in my lifetime, for sure. And, uh, you know, we were all yeah. going through COVID. And then, obviously, on, uh, you know, end of June, basically, George Floyd was brutally murdered by uh, uh, the police officer, you know. And then, um, basically, one of the reasons uh, that, you know, we wanted to bring you on the show, obviously, too, is we wanted to find out a little bit about your art we were really saying that, hey, this, you are a unicorn in this street art world because we, we wanna give everybody representation. <clears throat> and, you know, this yes, is definitely something that, this is definitely something that we were like, hey, this is a problem, man. We haven't had a black female, uh, <laughs> you know, we had plenty of like a uh, male-
2: Unfortunately, street art, I shouldn't say unfortunately, uh, most of the time what ends up happening is street artists are older white guys. Like Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) me, I mean, you know, teach can say that, (laughs) you know what I mean. But what I think it's cool is that, especially when I saw your art, man, I was just like, hey, this is the unicorn right here, and she represents somebody that we haven't had a voice, a community that we haven't had on the show. So I kind of want to talk about, let you kind of like express yourself on our platform of how you're feeling lately as a you know black female artist of what's going on, and kind of just let let you know, let us know
0: okay <laughs> no pressure don't hold
2: anything back we can ask, you know, we know can, what yeah. i mean because <clears throat> no look yeah Abby. we should go back and edit this and if there's anything you say that you want to, us to edit later we will you know what i mean so that's what we want to want you to uh, feel free okay. to yeah, speak I was your really mind surprised and,
0: that... thank you i appreciate this platform um i was really surprised i was like you guys are not going to send me a link it's not live and yeah
1: no we Licking. don't do it live because uh, uh just in case you know anybody says anything no uh <laughs> you know they don't want to do <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah no, because I, look, we have graffiti writers and vandals come on the show and they break the law so you know sometimes they incriminate themselves right and they're like oh crap we don't want to say that but anyways please please continue.
0: <laughs> yeah so um it's one of those moments where you look at like the 1960s and you see like you know so many eloquent people and you're just like wow okay. And I feel like now we're kind of in that time and people are asking me to speak on subjects and I'm not as eloquent, so I'll just be who I am. (laughs) Um, Sure. During this time, uh, as a black female, um, scary. Um, George Floyd could have been my uncle, could have been my brother, could have been my father. Um,
1: Richard, cut it back.
0: People are literally getting killed that look just like me for no reason. Um, A couple of months ago, someone got hung in Palmdale. Can you hear me? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and that's just
0: an hour away from here. Just modern day lynching. Then Um, I'm sorry, you said someone got
2: hung in Palmdale? Yes i heard about that
0: yes and yeah. there's so much that the mainstream media is not covering right now um, and i mean there's only so much you can cover there's only so many hours within the day um, yeah it was someone was hung in Palmdale, and they claimed it was a suicide robert
1: fuller robert fuller right yes. you know what i followed yes. this case i felt like <clears throat> I felt like it was really interesting too and I'm gonna let you kind of take a little breath to you know catch it and I'll explain the story <laughs> I have it right in front of you it. yeah <clears throat> basically what happened this was back in July 10th um Robert Fuller's body was found hanging in Palmdale right across from like a uh uh the courthouse basically on a tree you know and then um obviously this is like a really really disturbing sad depressing thing because this guy's like a teenager or you know, he was 24 I'm sorry. <clears throat> And the thing, you know, when I first saw this story, I was like, who the fuck hangs themselves outside, man? Like, I, that, that was just my first re- reaction. <clears throat> because, like, if you're oh. going through some depression or whatever, I mean, like, I, I've known of many people that have committed suicide who hung themselves. It's usually, at least in modern times, from anything I, I've heard, usually it's, like, inside or something like that. I mean, and I don't know, you kind to of have to have, like, a step to hang yourself on a tree. You know, and it's it, it, you're gonna climb up the tree, go to the branch, hang yourself. That it just seems like so implausible, and um, you know, everybody was up in arms about this case. I think, and you know, it's being sp- shared, especially in the Asian American community. Like, what the fuck? You know, you know what I mean. Like, and then we, you know, a few days later, we got back the news that it was a a suicide, and you know, um, the fam. I guess the family had like uh, also gave us some comments saying that he was going through some depression or something like that and i still just thought okay okay now we have the news right here uh this is cnn npr a lot of places like are telling me different kinds of things and at the end of the day i I was just like i still couldn't really believe it um because i I just remember i was like who the hell hangs themselves outside you you know and again across from a courthouse it's almost like it's a uh a message of some sort you know but in today's world, it's just like, it's just so crazy because we have such a crazy news cycle of every single uh, person, every single hate crime, we we get a, a notification of it, you know? And at some point I've just got like, during this whole COVID time, I just couldn't start, couldn't pay attention to it anymore, you, you know? And, and yeah. I can't imagine as a uh, <clears throat> as a member of the black community, you know, I mean, a lot of times these things are on the tip of the tongue. Everybody's talking about it with each other too. So you can't ever kind of escape these stories on the news. You can't just turn off the news and nobody's talking about it. You know, I'm kind of fortunate in that it's just like, Hey, I live alone. I can just turn on some cartoons or something like that, you know, but not everybody has that, uh, um, you know, option basically.
2: Well, course, dude, I've got, I've got twin 10 year olds. You know what I mean? So I would love to just tune out of all of this shit. Um, but I can't. You know, yeah. I got to kind of keep myself informed so that if we need to, we can, you know, jump ship or do whatever we need to do. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really, really some some, some hard times. Um, and it so wasn't isolated, neither. It was during some <laughs> other
1: incidents, too. It You're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. There was and like. To
0: Oops, go ahead. Sorry, Kai. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Anytime you want to cut in.
0: Pick you back <laughs> off of whether or not you I mean, I feel like it's a natural coping mechanism to just want to turn everything off and just be in your own little bubble and your own little quarantine bubble and not have to worry about the things. but um, unfortunately, as creatives, as people that create content um, as artists, it's our duty to report what's going on in The times and that's just to paraphrase Nina Simone and mm yeah and whether my it favorite hurts, voices you know? right oh.
1: exactly. i
0: love her love her to death. we're gonna
1: have to circle back and talk about music after this too okay
0: <laughs> oh yes i yeah. love music
1: yeah but um no i don't want uh, but, to lose yeah, our I mean, place yeah
0: yeah but i mean uh not to get too far off the subject but i remember uh when covid first hit there was a lot of uh angst against the asian community as well so i feel like Hey, this thank year you, you probably yeah. thank you
1: for addressing that honestly because you know <clears throat> i hear a lot of people especially you know in different minority communities whenever you see racism or whenever you hear about people being prejudiced they say oh what about this and this mm-hmm. this group doing it to this group i fucking hate that man because yeah. it's like at the end of the day man it's like hate prejudice racism this shit is wrong it doesn't matter who did it first (laughs) right who who you you know I'm at the end of the day it's it's an education it's an ignorance it's a uh you know it's unfortunately an issue that uh you know is deep rooted in this country basically and I I think that yeah I think you know I think a lot of times uh I grew up in a pretty diverse more Mexican area West Covina you know you know so I mean I always felt like I'm a minority, too. You know what I mean? And I felt like, hey, Uh like, uh, there's a lot of Latinos in my area. Um, They're normally the minority, but not so much in my city, too. You you know, so I kind of got to see it from a a lot of different angles. And at the end of the day, man, I'm just saying, like, there's just so much when you're a kid that you go through, um, that you kind of take in, and then you remember that shit. And then you start to kind of like, look at somebody else, like, those are all the people that did that to you as well, because they're part of that group. You know, you know, and I don't know how to get people to stop that, man. I mean, whether it's smoking weed or a DM- oh, dude, it's a
2: vicious cycle. <laughs> Here's the thing: it's, it's a cycle. Things get really crazy, and then they get peaceful, and then people get bored, and then it gets all crazy again. Miss um, Price, I have a question for you. Um, you know, I, I don't care. If I, I'm,
0: I'm just sorry. I'm just,
2: I got so much love and respect for you. Um,
0: Appreciate it. What? The,
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little bit of time to think about this, too. We can circle back around to it. Okay. But if there's anything you can think of that you would like to see happen, you know, as far as um, any kind of laws or any kind of uh, behaviors uh, that you can think of, because I've been racking my brains trying to think of different things that would help, you Uh-oh. know. Um, and, you know, it's when you look at how – just how much racism there is and how many people don't even realize it i thought about exactly what would have to happen in order for racism to really be gone and you know it's 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 pretty much impossible but um you know it, it's just it's basically an education and an awareness that you're going to have to start with today's kids okay before they get to that age where the color and, you know, the nationality starts making a difference. And I saw that with, you know, with my kids, it still doesn't matter. They're 10 years old. They don't care what a kid looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so basically, uh, you know, it's in my mind, it's going to take decades and decades of working with kids, because if yeah. you're older than a kid, unfortunately, you're probably already tainted and beyond yeah. repair.
1: Yeah.
0: reach. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, but unfortunately, I feel like even what you're saying, even though what you're saying sounds grim as it is, um, I feel like it's way more complex than that, unfortunately. I feel like racism is systemic, and it's what this country's built on, and um, it's going to have to be some huge change in infrastructure um, and taking down the people that actually run the country not the president not the you know the old money within the country um I know exactly what you're talking about yes yeah. i mean yeah. people so
1: honestly this, this will country, there ever be an
0: end i don't think so
1: <laughs> i agree with you, yeah, oh, what you know what sorry. no i'm we, saying uh, that
2: we still have to try though as long as there is um you know things to do alive. um yeah gotta have something to do
1: yeah, I mean, absolutely. what we can definitely say that in this country, there's been periods of time when racism was worse and when racism was better, right? I mean, y- you know what I mean? It, it It's improved immensely, and It would be right? hard.
2: You know what? It would be hard to know. It would be hard to know exactly when that is because, because it could can't. be a time when something horrible is going on that, like Ms. Price was saying, has not made it to the mainstream media. It could be a big... Yeah, it could be a That's big it. swath of that, and you think, oh, but you know,
0: everything's no been going idea. fine. Yeah,
2: and whereas it's not. So, imagine yeah, you if like we it. had
0: cell phones in the 60s. What was really going oh, on? Gosh, what oh, was my really gosh. going on? And we're yeah. only getting a glimpse. And I mean, yeah. they say we have, you know, freedom of expression and all of that and freedom of speech, but you can't tell me things aren't being censored.
2: No, absolutely. if it's too uh, graphic. You know not. what I mean? So yeah. Oh, I got a question for you. I got question. a really on I want to be fire. <laughs> I got an explosive question for you. Okay. Like um, oh, in the okay. past, I've had um, uh, political administrations that I didn't agree with, but if I had an invitation from the president to come to the White House to present a piece of artwork, I would have gone. Would you go now? Oh,
0: really? Our current
2: president? No. No, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, uh, I'm making this up. Okay, let's just say hypothetically. um, Yes, the current president. Let's say he gets Mm. in touch with you, and wants you to do a piece of artwork for him and come and present it to the White House. What would be your response? Oh,
0: absolutely, I will. Absolutely, I will. And I'll probably do a portrait of him as a pig, (laughs) and present it.
1: I think you get some headlines uh, for that one. You you know. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> that pretty much answers my question. I love it.
1: I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you, okay, so let's kind of get back into a, a, a more of a light, lighter art question. So I mean when did you start you said you, you started selling four years ago being more of like a uh, taking yes. your art a little bit more seriously, but let's take you back like were you always an artist when you were a kid you, you know um growing up in Victorville? <laughs> Victorville's actually wasn't a rough. Year? Was it yeah. a rough neighborhood where you grew up? Oh yeah,
0: so I was born in Victorville. Yeah, so I was born in Victorville, um, and then we lived in San Bernardino for a minute, and then we moved to Palm Springs when I was about eight or eight o'clock. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> when I was about eight years old.
1: <laughs> okay. And Palm so Springs said, is nice. A um, lot, a lot of, a lot of uh, retirement <laughs> old folks, right? Awesome.
0: Yes, so I love old people, (laughs) and uh, the heat doesn't bother me, Um, but besides that, uh, there weren't very many black people. I also, I mean, I was like one of 12 black students in my whole high school. Okay. Oh, wow.
1: I was one of four Asians. I come
0: from a mixed family. My stepfather is actually white. Wait, what'd you say?
1: No, I said I was one of four (laughs) Asians in my uh, elementary school.
0: Yes, yeah. (laughs) And so, I actually, I didn't grow up really seeing much color, um, back then, because I actually come from a mixed family. My mom got married to a white man, um, when I was eight. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, my, um, half-brothers, I just call them my brothers, but they're my half-brothers, technically, um, are mixed. They look Mexican, and, yeah, that's a whole nother thing, (laughs) but, (laughs) um, yeah, so I mean, it was a pretty great place to grow up. Not a lot going on. Awesome. Uh, I'm pretty safe. Um, I was a very creative child. Um, I liked science fair boards because I got to color them. <laughs> Not so much for the actual.
1: The science um, part. You just like project. the de- designing yeah, the uh, the like poster the board, board, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what's interesting is um, my parents always pushed me to do like something to do with sciences or I was actually supposed to be a pediatrician. Okay. And so uh I want to say last year my mom confessed to me she said I didn't even know you could draw. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, cool.
1: Thanks mom. <laughs> Thanks
0: mom. Thanks for your support. So, yeah.
1: So, I don't know if that gives I want to take a you back insight. to the I want to take you back to the science board. I mean, obviously you're not drawing that beautiful line on the science board, right? I mean, like, do you remember what the first thing you were drawing or like, you know, you know obviously you're kind of doing well, media
2: Like, did you have crayons? Did you have pencils? And like, what, do you remember what you used to draw? Like the first thing you drew? Do you remember yeah, We that? always ask, yeah. yeah. Dump here. The first thing oh, I yeah. drew, I like
0: doing these little fur babies. Um. I don't draw them anymore. Actually, I probably should do like a little piece with that. They have like little googly eyes and
1: the furby. Were they furbies? The
0: sneakers. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Just way not as good, but yeah. Okay. Um, and then going to Michael's is like going to like Disneyland for me. So oh, having different awesome. types of art from class, Like. Oh, my gosh. But um, yeah.
1: Awesome. I do awesome. like
0: watercolors outside. I I feel like it's, like, natural kid stuff, though. Like, every kid does that, right?
2: Yeah, see, that's the thing. Sometimes as an artist, when you're growing up, you just automatically think that everybody else can do this, right? But then,
0: I imagine you probably
2: had, um, did you have anyone in either junior high or high school uh, asking you to do artwork for them?
0: No, actually, uh, I really didn't share my art. I didn't share my art um, until I was probably 19, and I had joined this church, and um, the first lady had become my mentor, and she, or first lady, or the pastor's wife, for those who don't know, um,
1: you just she had taught become me her, my
0: mentor, so I would always be doodling and stuff and um, at her house, and so she was just like, you know what, the uh, the... What's it called the daycare the children's center needs to be yes. painted and so she bought all this paint for me and just said go to town and I was like I don't even paint and she <laughs> she did it for me and uh I don't know how she knew that I could paint or that I could do something on such a large scale um at that time it's just really a room but um it was pretty cool. That was my first like big piece. And I don't have a picture of it because I you know those Yeah, I got I could put up something
2: on your Instagram. Yeah. What uh do you remember about how old you were?
0: Uh, yeah, I was nineteen.
2: Okay, that's right. You said that. Sorry, old bands yeah. going on here. Oh no
0: worries. <laughs> um but you know those oh, stupid God. little flip phone cameras. I had taken a picture on my flip phone, Nokia. <laughs> and yeah. Never took a picture of it.
1: Yeah, that, that that's Richard. That's not the mural we're talking about. Um, we're talking about one that she did in her church, basically. So, was that the first time yeah, you painted just, on a wall?
0: Yeah. No worries. That was no. the first time I painted on a wall.
1: Awesome, awesome, um, sweet. So, did you get the bug then? How did you that- get
2: from that? How did you get from that to where you are now? Uh well, that was I want to say that was
0: when I was nineteen, and then I didn't do anything. Um. For the next, I want to say six, seven years. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. So, are I you pretty actively involved in the church? I mean, since uh, since uh, they oh. kind of gave you your, I'm just curious.
0: I was very active in okay. the church. Okay. We're just trying to get together um, a
1: kind of a piece of who you moment. are for the audience.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I consider myself not to be cliche, but I consider myself to be a spiritual person. Um, but yeah, when you're in the church long enough, sometimes you can uh, get to see some of the politics behind things. And I haven't found a church home since that church yet. So.
1: Oh yeah, I think that's really important too. I think at the end of the day, um, you know, I've been to a few churches in my life, and uh, the environment, the community that you worship with, whatever whatever it is, whether whether it's uh, you know Christianity, whether it's art that you're kind of getting together with, I think the most important thing that why people go to church actually is for a sense of community you know and I think like a lot of times when you That's grow it. up you know you start to well I, I don't know for me I, I don't know maybe I was a bad kid or something I always felt like I was not like the kids <laughs> at church you know what I mean and my mom I'm a musician so my mom would always say like hey why don't you join the church band you know what I mean like you, you like to work with music and stuff like that and then I was just like, yeah. Mom, you know, you know, I mean, it's just like it's not the same, you know. But you know, I do have friends that play in these mega church bands that play for like hundreds of people mm-hmm. so again it's going back to like what community fits you so i totally get what you mean by like yes. you know finding a finding thank, a home you. For thank
2: you for talking about that you know a lot of people like <laughs> politics and religion that's supposed to be the last thing you talk about like, <laughs> right? here we, are. Like to, we like to mess around <laughs> oh here you God. know what i mean we don't, we don't want to be it to be too easy you know exactly. we want people to get to know who you are and everything and um we yeah. i really thank you for bringing that up because uh you know some people they get involved with the church and they just keep going because they think oh i need to go to a church you know and then they don't look at it all it can the be just
0: as toxic as anywhere else it's really know. important
2: yeah oh. amen to that
1: i'm gonna have richard bring up the uh bring up your instagram yeah. We're g- we got a little section called uh check your feed check your check feed, your feed. Your right. feed. Oh. check your feed check your feed <laughs> normally thing. all these things work out a lot smoother in the studio basically you know and obviously <laughs> uh hey, yeah, you why? Like, why? while you guys were talking i was looking at her instagram there, and yeah there you know, go like and I'm you know so one black. of the things that one of the, you have a lot of like kind of like uh black issues right now that's what i want to bring up because i don't want mm-hmm. to get away from these and again we got to talk about music for the end of the podcast okay because um i could tell
0: yes
1: <clears throat> so um Let's go up a little bit. Let's go to that Brianna Taylor, um, uh, piece. Oh, there we go.
2: Yeah, Brianna Taylor.
1: Is That it? Can you tell the yeah, audience a little cool. bit about Brianna Taylor? I mean, if you haven't, if you don't know what's up with Brianna Taylor, yeah. you're living under a fucking rock, right? So, but I mean, I, I want you to, <laughs> yeah. I want you to share a little bit about, um, uh, from what you know, you know, don't don't worry about. Just give, give the audience kind of like uh the the rundown of this injustice.
2: Or you know what you can do is just uh, tell us about um, what you did with yeah. this uh, mural.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's cool. I know.
0: Okay. Um, it's hard to um even start with it because um I'll start with the George Floyd piece if you don't mind. Sure. Um, my friend Shaq and I, uh, Shaq actually called me on to do this piece with him, um, and so.
1: Is that Shaq right there?
0: Yeah, yeah. he's like right. the loudest, most amazing, vibrant human being you'll ever Oh, yeah. Be. Shout out you to Shaq, man. On the show as well.
1: Yeah, it's, okay, so he's an um, artist as well.
0: He's an artist as well. Awesome. He actually got me into graffiti, uh, graffiti art because he realized that black female artists uh, doing murals are unicorns as well. And he's like, <laughs> there, he there needs you to go. go.
2: Like we were saying.
0: <laughs> Guys, he called me to do this wall, and uh, one of the processes of uh, starting out a mural, especially the portraits, for me um, is to go ahead and project the image um, before I go ahead and put my paint. So I project my sketch onto the wall. Um, and actually, as I started doing that one, um, I had, it was myself, and I also had my, my black boyfriend, um, with me, and I don't remember the date, but it was right around when they started doing the curfews, mm-hmm. and we were downtown LA, and, um, I had all of my equipment, I had my sketches, I had a projector with me, and, um, I started laying the sketch, and we were apprehended by 10 policemen.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Oh, my God.
0: Yes. And it was obvious that we were doing a mural. The the whole setup, we had made sure that there was uh, coverings for the sidewalk, coverings for the building itself. Everything had been prepped. It was very obvious that it was not graffiti. And um, I just remember feeling so um, afraid. For my life. <laughs> um, and I couldn't even talk. My boyfriend had to explain everything to the cops, um, because I was just so shaken. And the fact that I was being criminalized for something, um, without them even asking beforehand. It, I mean, as a graffiti artist or a muralist, um, I get stopped all the time by police or security asking me, hey, do you have, a, right to, you know, be here and do what you're doing, and all I have to do is show them my papers or show them, you know, uh, or give them the number to the owner of the building, and it's not an issue, so I'm used to that. That's protocol, but for them just to automatically assume that I was a criminal, it was horrible, and so um, shaking up ruined my whole night. I cried that whole night,
1: I'm so sorry that um, happened. You got swarmed, huh?
0: Yeah, but Jeez. the next morning I was ready because I was like, you know what? This is exactly what George went through. So this is the reason why I'm painting this mural. Wow. And so um, it was a very. Uh, it was a very.
2: Did they, did they stop your work of- for that day? Did, or did? You well, really it was.
0: 119? the only objective that night was to lay the sketch and you have to lay it once the sun goes down so yeah. the curfew was at like it was like at eight or something like that and we were there at 7 30 mm. and so we were still within curfew times and it was just uh, it was yeah so <laughs> with that being said well that's the unique um, the next day what was that
1: no i'm saying that i'll tell you right now we've had a lot of uh artists come on our show and some artists refer to them graffiti writers. Some artists refer to themselves as, uh, you know, street artists. Uh, but I'll tell you it, when people are painting murals, I, uh, usually we don't ask them, Hey, did you run into any cop stories? And so first of all, I, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And uh, I mean, I'm
2: embarrassed for the, the I mean, that's, uh,
1: and for them to approach you, uh, like, well, this is what I'm, uh, this, this these are stories we wanna kinda get out because, hey, I mean, at the end of the day, we're just yeah. artists from LA, you, you know what I mean? And this is what I'm talking about the special, I don't wanna say special because there's nothing special about it, but the different treatment a lot of times we get because of our skin color, man, you, you know? And I, I think it's, uh, yeah. you know, thank you for sharing that story because this is basically something within our little community. It's like, hey, I don't wanna ever hear, <laughs> you know, somebody say that, like, racism. You, yeah. you, you know what I mean? You know, when people start saying like, there's no more racism but, and stuff like that, it's just disgusts me. You know what I mean? So yeah. prim- Especially when it comes to someone who's doing a piece of art. Of people, <laughs> all right.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Go ahead and, and it was front.
0: obvious. It was so apparent. And for some people, racism doesn't happen to their black friend. You know what I mean? It doesn't happen to, uh, the minority that they know, but it's happening to all of us. So, um,
1: can we'll i will tell you me?
0: that the lead cop. Uh, Good. Ahead, go ahead.
1: The lead cop. Go ahead.
0: Uh, the lead cop is actually a black officer, and so um, in my head, I don't know if you guys know much about uh, black culture, but in my head, I'm just like, you, Uncle Tom, like, <laughs> like you really, like, you're really gonna, you, would you talk to your sister like this? Would you talk to your mother like this? Would you talk to your daughter like this? And so it made me even more upset. So the next day we're painting, communities rocking with us. We have the uh, actual mural actually was on the prota- protest route and we didn't expect that at all. So we had protesters coming by vibing with the piece, which was awesome because this is, you know, the mural was our form of protest as well. Somewhere around that time, the cop came back, the lead cop came back and apologized to me and um I mean it should have never happened in the first mm. place, but it was definitely um some resolve for me. Oh man. that's
2: that's good. I'm glad he did that and everything. Um, but it was a little bit late. You know what I mean? And like, it should yeah, have never up. happened. <coughs> the
0: and
1: it Deuce almost should have seemed...
2: stood up when the time was 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 there. You know what I mean? Like um that's, that's I mean really pop parts coming I'm
0: in. in. Like,
1: I mean, and it almost way seems excessive. like it's like, hey, he he was like acting real hard with his homeboys. He had to be like a certain type uh, of guy. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, I'm sorry, by the way, like, that wasn't really me. I mean, like, come on. That, that That's apology. what I'm
2: talking about. That's what I mean. <clears throat> it's too late. It that apology late. actually doesn't even make
1: me feel good at all. I mean. But
0: it does say something for you're him right, you're, right, that, you're
1: right. You're but right. You're right. You're right. Let me, or something. Let me, let me ask ways. you, though. This, this is actually really interesting that the cop was black, too, because. Um, you know, there's definitely members of the black community that um let's just say Candace Owens, Hodge Twins, you know, guys like that. <clears throat> I wanted to just kind of like ask you uh, cuz when oh, when wait, I,
0: the Hodge Twins too?
1: I mean it, it, maybe it's not that. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, definitely. Definitely. I used to mm. follow them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, to.
0: For me, you know,
1: when when I see these when I see like these Terry videos <laughs> I didn't Sorry. know about Terry Crews actually. Yes. No. Yeah.
0: It's horrible. He just keeps just shut up. I can't stand. I like him. So I'm like
1: stop. Yeah, I mean that chicken that scene in White Chicks when he's raving. That's like my favorite scene. Anyways, right. <laughs> anyways, I just wanted to ask kind of like, <laughs> you know, obviously like to me when I hear these things, I, I, I'm always just curious like. Uh, you know there's obviously got to be some people in the black community that agree with them on you know us in some part maybe or maybe not how do you feel about that i just want to ask you because you know we have no understanding uh, so much you know
0: uh, i mean everybody this is needs a tough platform, question right oh,
2: I, I, I like <laughs> this, i like your this, answer <laughs> yeah like, you're so nice
0: you- it's just my voice I have a high-pitched voice and people think I'm nice it's like the worst best thing ever but um let's see I'm kind of at this point in my life where I'm tired of fighting people Mm. you know what I mean I feel like you kind of find your community you find the people that agree with you or people that don't agree with you but Respectfully, you can uh, agree to disagree mm-hmm. on things, but it also enlightens you, you know, on, on certain aspects and stuff. I honestly feel like uh, these certain people are being given platforms um, to magnify a different agenda. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, That's very well idea. said.
2: Yeah. yeah, we are seriously lacking tolerance right now.
1: Compassion, mm-hmm. definitely. Feel
2: like there's no tolerance. Tolerance has gone out the fucking window.
0: <laughs>
1: and
2: yeah. um you know when you when you look at who the, the leaders are and you look at how they act you know it's it's no surprise you know when yeah. unfortunately most of this country is um willfully ignorant and allows himself to be brainwashed by what they see on one or two networks um you know, they see this guy up there being all like, yeah, and then, you know, that now they're trying to blame all the, the violence on one of the political parties. I don't care, you know, Democrats, Republican, whatever. It's not, it's the leader's fault in my mind. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm you sorry. Know, I, just, I just wanted to it, say that.
1: You know, anyways, I, no, I told
0: you guys. Yeah, I agree.
2: I'm, I'm just so angry right now, you know what I mean, when I hear the things that, that Miss Price has been through. Outrage. Um, you know, yeah. I imagine yeah. my own daughter, like if she yeah. my daughter going through that, oh man. Yeah. I got a brother that only gets his news from one channel, and it's like, oh man, it's God. possible to have a conversation with him. But isn't
0: it so <laughs> much easier though? Imagine if you just believed what was on TV, believed what was on that one channel, didn't have to actually think for yourself and just, you know, regurgitated right. whatever you heard. Life is easier like that. Yeah, yeah. you're
2: right. So Simpler, yeah, for blame. sure. Yeah. I just don't. You don't. Oh, God, don't you're so sweet.
0: She's so
2: sweet. I don't blame him. She's <laughs> adorable. I, I understand. Oh, you're so sweet.
1: Well, let's get back to a, a lighter subject now, because I told everybody we'd circle back to music. And the reason why, because I'm the music producer. <laughs> I'm a DJ on this show, basically. Um, and we have a... Uh, um, you know, basically, we always kind of want to music and art go hand in hand, right? Everybody's got to have something to listen to when they draw, or uh, you know, they listen to the show, basically. But I wanted to kind of know, <laughs> like, uh, what artists inspire your art, basically, for music. I oh, mean.
0: inspired all
1: of my art. No, 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 just like what do you, you know, what what kind of music inspires your art normally, or maybe it doesn't inspire, but <laughs> what do you like to listen to on the on the on the regular? Like, what does Brittany listen to when she's like hanging out? You know.
0: Yeah, it just really depends on how I'm feeling in the moment. Uh, I'm not proud of it. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
1: I like Drake, too. Okay, you could just say, you know, Drake. You (laughs) (laughs)
0: You don't have to preface with us, okay? I'm really really nostalgic, and I love, like, Otis Redding. The classics, the classics. Right, I love listening to the classics. Um... Sometimes you know you gotta put Nina on. Sometimes. Um, oh yeah.
1: So you like a yeah. lot of classic classic stuff, right? Or I
0: mean, do, but sometimes I can get a little floppity. Okay. Um, I like that new kid. <laughs> Sound like an old head. I like that. Um, are you familiar with Sir?
1: Sir, no. See, this is why we always ask people because you know as i the old white man over here going huh who's that what and as Did a music, music producer something? i always got to keep up with the youngest uh you, you know the newest rappers the producers and things like that before oh, they come yeah. out you, you know what i mean so how do you spell it sir sir uh,
0: sir yes okay um and he has really good vibing music but what okay. i love doing is watching like Tiny art or not tiny art tiny desk and i'm um, just letting it Roll through its own playlist because they really have uh, great artists. And then you're creating while well, other people are creating somewhat live.
1: Okay, I see, um, I see, sir, right here. Now you said tiny desks. Now, the cool thing is that I have no idea what the fuck that is actually. And then, you know what I mean? So you're why? like, I, I you're like enlightening us. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like,
0: in for a treat it, they basically have all your favorite artists and okay. all your favorite artists you don't know that are your favorite artists um there they have a live band and it's just this tiny little desk um it's through npr i think it's somewhere in dc i want to say oh, that, okay but put
1: me on I'm pulling it up. And, it's like um, a Tiny Desk Concert yeah. series, basically, with a bunch of uh, yeah. a different uh, artists that come in. That, there's like, you know, Billie Eilish, Alicia Keys. So a nice little John Legend, and Paula. Wow, okay, interesting. Nice Everyone, little mix.
0: Everyone's there. And so um, Masego has a really good Tiny Desk set. There's another band from New Orleans. Um, oh, Tank and the Bangas.
1: Tank in the so Bengals, man, see you drop? This is yeah, what I'm talking about. Like, it's impossible God. nowadays. When you name off classics, we can always be like, oh yeah, because you know, that's in the past, right? Nowadays, there's so many talented artists in each genre. It's oh, like, man. you know, you can be in like some subculture and then ev- all your friends know, but basically, you know, you talk to, you know, a white guy, a Cuban and uh, an uh, Asian basically, <laughs> <laughs> right? And then they're like, yeah, can fuck you. I can't keep up. <laughs> i love I'm it latin. i'm
2: latin okay Italian yeah no i'm just I, you're right you're oh right we we all,
1: we all we all we always knock teach you know what I mean? but but no um so you're mainly into r&b it seems basically right oh well i mean
0: i'm into it's, kind of, yeah, it's kind of like I, that's what i named but i mean i grew up with bob dylan i grew up with the beatles i grew up with uh who
1: else what about electronic rolling dance? stones yeah. <laughs> rolling stones
0: Ooh,
1: <laughs> you yes. listen to do you listen to um, any not EDM? Not the Rolling really, Stone, but
0: I do like Rolling Stone by um Bob Dylan. What was oh, that? Yeah, yeah. EDM? No.
1: I'm always just curious. Because <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you I right now. Just,
0: I like,
1: just like in the street art I world.
0: That lo-fi.
1: You you like that lo-fi? All right. Yeah, yeah. I I make yeah, I make lo-fi, lo-fi too. Yeah. Hell like
0: yeah.
1: Lo-fi. Yeah. Lo-fi teach is that um the uh the music I put to the back of um your uh uh the piece that john john lewis john lewis uh drawing yeah that's the style of music it's very like i call it study music basically right lo-fi music okay it's kind of like cafe like you know what i mean like hang out relax you know sip some tea you know i mean no i'm just curious i was just saying that just like in the street art community for some reason it's very strange that the electronic dance music community doesn't have as many like African American females either. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm always just curious I
0: mean,
1: It's it's not all true. I have
0: I, could. I do I can't get into some so jazz, sweet. but right now
1: I uh, yeah. The R and B is too really good. To no that. It, no it's funny because i actually have like friends that are black females that are into uh, electronic dance but and i always tell them you guys are so fucking rare how come there's there's no like you, you know but i always say it's just like hip-hop and r and is so strong right now you know it's just like it's in the culture man so it's too much to keep up with basically you know like i said you gotta be yeah. into one genre and there's a whole bunch of like up-and-coming artists so thank you for sharing those artists today because like those are all brand new to me Tiny Desk is kind of new to me. I'm not oh, you on to. YouTube all the time, you know? So, yeah, that's awesome. I got some homework to do.
0: Oh, doubt, so man. good. Tiny Desk. Please Hell watch yeah. Macego.
1: i Macego. watched it like a million times. Okay. Oh, yes. yeah. I'm going to watch this. You know, I'm old, so I like, like, 90s hip-hop and 90s R&B, basically. Um, you know, all that, okay. uh, all that kind of stuff back in the day. Around 2000, I would say um mid-2000s I kind of like stopped listening to uh uh, hip-hop and R&B as much because I don't know the electronic dance music scene was just blowing up so much but um you know it's awesome that's when I started listening to it in the (laughs) 2000s that's when I got into it I was listening to grunge before that (laughs) Grunge awesome man
0: yeah I grew up really sheltered I wasn't allowed to listen to rap until I got to be independent so oh wow (laughs) I know right I know
1: that's interesting. Not, I mean, it's That's going to have some
2: influence on you right there.
0: Just a little, uh, I mean, to just kind of touch the subject, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I didn't learn what it meant to be a black woman until I went to college. And I think my mom was trying to protect me. Um, but I think it might have been a little bit of a disservice. Um, when I choose to have children, if I am blessed, um, I definitely want to incorporate culture as well as uh, let my children know what it means to be black in America and tell them the truth with love um, so that the world doesn't have to tell them, you know?
2: Yes, absolutely. There's, There's something that can be said for a little bit of preparation for the way things really are. You don't want to be too sheltered and, you know, you don't want to be too exposed, but at the same time, um, I feel what you're saying, you know, I've got twin 10 year olds and, yeah. um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm making sure that I'm very honest with them about everything. And this may sound a little, you know, crazy, but it affected me when I was young. I was very articulate and very thoughtful kid, young. Um, when I found out my parents were lying about uh, Santa Claus, um, that that caused me to lose trust in my parents. I know it's as ridiculous as that sounds, you know. When I was yeah. about eight years old, seven or eight years old is when it happened, and I was just like, Oh, okay, that's how it is. <laughs> what? You know, and, yeah, let me ask you. I, oh, I see you. I how does you know? Santa Claus does exist? All right, <laughs> so I, I, you know, with my kids, I this is how I posted with them. I said, Look, you know what? This is, you know, there's a couple of different uh ways of looking at Christmas. Um, one of the ones that we mostly look at here in the United States is there's this guy named Saint Nick who used to, a long time ago, climb in people's houses and leave presents. So in celebration of him, they make all these different stories, but what it comes down to is a giving of gifts for being good, okay? And so that's why it broke it down to him. I never said, oh, you know, I'm going to tell Santa Claus this. You got your list ready for Santa Claus? Like my parents did with me, I was like, uh, you know? <laughs> so uh and, I, was, yeah, I think that's where we're
0: moving as a society as well as transparency is king so yeah. Good for yep.
2: uh and one other thing is uh i i I sincerely hope that you do have kids if if uh, that's that's what you're wanting to, but I would we recommend <laughs> one uh one at a time cause, uh twins uh teachers, ooh, yeah, a boy yeah. and a girl,
1: everybody yeah, think yeah. oh man.
0: Uh, Jenny Morris, God bless her soul. Uh, she actually had triplets her first time being pregnant because her, her husband uh, was a twin. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my
0: <laughs> god, <laughs> she's like only five to her little belly. Oh my gosh, so I've been off pregnancy for a while. That was birth control for me.
2: <laughs> that's all you need, that's and all you crazy. need is a little bit of that. Hey, I had, I had yeah, two kids you know. seven years apart, man. T- don't wait too long, neither. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. So my brothers and I were all eight years apart. So it's, yeah. it's kind of strange. My mom had a child every eight years.
2: How many brothers do you have? How many brothers and sisters?
0: I have, uh, that's a complicated question, even though it shouldn't be. Um, well, I know, the, the stepbrothers so and step-sisters. My, yeah, I grew up with my brothers. Um two <laughs> one is 23 we just celebrated his birthday last week yes and then Perfect. um the other one is 16 and we just celebrated his birthday in july so awesome yeah and then i have a bunch of sisters but that's on my father's side <laughs> and oh, so see, um see. like five yeah but i didn't grow up with them but i still claim them <laughs>
2: Cool. Well, <laughs> I guess red uh, red technically, oh, <laughs> technically they have a little bit of the same blood that you have, so. Yeah, exactly. Depends on how you want to look at it.
1: So basically, we yeah. pretty much come on up about an hour, and one thing I want to basically ask you is, <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a lot of serious subjects. Dude, I've, I've, I've just fallen just, in like, love <laughs> with this girl, you know what I mean?
2: I've, I've got like so much respect and love and respect for this girl, and now that I've heard all the other things that she's gone through, man, I just, um, I'm a little starstruck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks again oh, for coming heart. on, Brittany. Thank,
1: thank, thank you so much. And, and your, time, your art, your
2: art is fantastic. It's beautiful. I'm looking at it on Instagram. It's beautiful.
1: Yeah. yeah thank yeah, you I so mean, much you for
2: also sharing those racially... uncomfortable moments. I'm sorry. Go ahead first. Go ahead.
0: Um, no. Thank you. I'm so appreciative of having this platform. I do have some pieces that are a little bit more uh, racially uh, charged. Yeah, um, I love... Or I can go have ahead them, and send or... this over to you yes please Um, yeah yeah uh one I haven't uh shared yet because it's part of a change.org um campaign and then I have a couple they were finished but not really finished so um I can send those over and then I have another one um that was a response to what was the young man's name that was found in Palmdale
2: uh Robert oh the one that hung himself um Oh, uh, my God. Don't
0: ask an old white man like me. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, it's, it was a response to just modern day lynches
1: or okay. lynching. And um, Robert I actually
0: did that for the city hall. So I can go ahead and send those over to you.
1: Awesome. Um, you know what we'll do? We'll, when we post your episode on LA Street Gallery, we also post it with some of your work as well, too. So we'll go ahead and post those photos along with, uh, with your episode, basically a clip. And one of the things I basically want to say is I would love to have, um, you know, obviously we normally do this in the studio. Um, You know, I think we're kind of slowly coming out of COVID. So when we actually get back in the studio, we'd love to invite you and maybe you can bring Shaq along. And, uh, you know, we can have his version of the story because we've had a lot of uh, a lot of people come on. Oh, I was like, Jack,
0: Where's Jack.
1: Uh, your your buddy Shaq, Shaq. <laughs> yeah, and then no because yeah, we've had
0: absolutely, oh my gosh, you guys are gonna love him.
1: Yeah, we've we've had I bet um, we will. We've had people kind of tell the cop story uh, from different perspectives, and it's always really interesting for the audience to see what each person was kind of going through when the cops were in the. People love cop stories. Yeah, he
0: actually he wasn't on site, but I did call him. <laughs> wow.
2: Um, oh my gosh oh if i were him oh my god i
0: would have been oh but he helped you paint that mural so
1: oh i see it, and again i mean i think that story alone basically is uh you know worth this episode basically listening to i mean like i said it's just the different treatment we get with you know the color of our skin man i think like that's definitely the first time we've ever heard somebody painting a mural and being swarmed by a bunch of cops, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah, again, I mean, like I said, when we get back in the studio, we I want have to go, go work out after, after the
2: show. I got a lot of anger in me, uh, we actually, but we uh, also day I day. just wanted to say, thank you. Thank you so much for having the awkward conversations with us. Um, people are going to appreciate that hearing thoughts and just, you know, how to think about it. So thank you so much for that too.
1: Yeah. For your candor and honesty. Thank you. Yeah, I know. No, no. I know you I didn't know ask. To,
0: to live, unfortunately,
1: <laughs> and I know you didn't ask to be like, hey, the female, black female street artist representative either. You know what I mean? And, and basically, um, and we we understand that, so we really appreciate it too. And basically, what we're trying to do here at LA Street Art Gallery is really kind of just build a community. Of a lot of people who share the passion of street art and basically beautifying the public community as well too. So you know, we want to combine through this show a bunch of different types of communities. Whether you you know you're black, you're Mexican, you're brown, you're green, whatever you are, you know what I mean. If you if you enjoy public art and street art, you know you're part of the community too. We were talking about earlier how people are kind of like searching for um, you know you know their little place. So I mean, we 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 definitely. Uh, want to come back to you for a lot of times for your, um, you know, your reference and uh, also just have you hanging out in the studio too, okay?
0: Yeah, for
1: sure, I'm down. Awesome. I Thank promise
2: you. we will not interrupt you so much when it's in person, you know what I mean? It's, it's so hard oh. to to <laughs> like, you know, know when someone's about to say something sometimes and when it's in person, I, I promise you, you would yeah. have had like just easy speaking, free flowing and everything. So I look forward I, to- I
0: welcome the interactions, I welcome them. <laughs>
1: Awesome.
2: Well, people appreciate the, the realness and the yeah. rawness of it and everything. So, thanks. Thank yeah. you
1: so much. You're, you're truly legit. So, tell the audience a little bit about where they, if they can find your art, if they want to basically reach out to you, you know, for a, a, you know, just a DM you or maybe for a collaboration or to buy some art or something like that. Where can they go?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, you can meet me at Brittany S. Price at, on all platforms, really. Okay. Um,
1: you can meet and that's Brittany.com.
0: That's, that's B-R-I. Britney. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. <gasps> Wait. What were you gonna
1: say? I was gonna say that's Britney with was... a B R I T T N E Y, basically. Because there's there's quite a oh, few. No no no.
0: Were you saying Britney Price?
1: No 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 yeah. no no. I was Are saying gonna- that. I was oh. saying that basically there's quite a few ways to spell Brittany. Our social media coordinator's name is oh, as
0: well too,
1: right? So I just wanted to make sure the uh, the audience got it. So that's B pull- R yeah. I. There's our website. I'm pull it up right now. Okay, awesome. It's a
2: great website. Yeah. Awesome. Well,
0: I thought I was being clever when I named my um my Instagram as Brittany's Price, and my middle name is S for Shelton. But I assumed your middle name was S. Price all the time. So, when you said Britney's Price, I was like, oh, he got it. But no one ever gets it. It's okay. Um, but yeah, it's Britney, B R I T T N E Y S in Sam, P R I C E, dot com, or Britney S Price on um, Facebook as well as Instagram.
1: Awesome. Awesome! Thank you so much for coming on and sharing. And like I said, uh, you know, we'd love to tap into you to, to talk to more artists as well too. So we appreciate you so much. Okay. Um,
0: yeah, I'll have you some connects if you're looking for more artists to Hell well, yeah! So.
1: Definitely, definitely. And like, yeah, we're awesome.
0: yeah we, really should.
1: we should be back in the studio soon. So like, I might hit you up soon. Okay, so you <laughs> ready okay. for that? for awesome. sure.
0: Yeah, you're the- lovely. Hell yeah! Thank you.
1: Right, Brittany, the audience, love you guys, you. take care, peace, thank you so much, Brittany,
0: peace.